All right, guys, this is going to be a quick podcast. So those of you that work in residential, most of the heat pumps, you're probably going to see if you're not within the geothermal part of the industry is an air-cooled heat pump if, you, if you're working on heat pumps. So we have an indoor coil, an outdoor coil. That outdoor coil is going to have a fan. It's going to use that fan to reject or absorb heat, depending on what cycle we're in. Now, there is water source heat pumps, all right, that you can find in commercial buildings, high rises. I've seen them a lot in commercial high rise buildings. And then I guess you're going to have these, these water source heat pumps in geo too, because you have fluid circulating. This is, this is the, the important part of the podcast is the coaxial coil. All right. This is where I'm getting at here. The coaxial coil can be used not just in heat pumps, but used in water cooled air conditioning systems as well. I've also seen them in water cooled refrigeration systems right? The coaxial coil. Now, what is a coaxial coil? Coaxial coil is basically, it looks like a a spiraled piece of pipe. All right. Now within that spiraled piece of pipe, we have a tube and tube system. The tube and tube system allows for refrigerant and fluid, whether it be water or glycol to exchange heat. The way it normally works is fluid enters one side, moves down the middle of the tubing, and refrigerant enters on the other side and moves on the outer side of the tubing. And because they are counter flow, right? We enter fluid on one side, enter refrigerant on the other. Fluid's in the middle, refrigerant's on the outside. They're counter flowing each other. So when they pass by each other, there is the maximum heat transfer. Because imagine they they were moving together through that coaxial coil. If they were moving together, they would be side by side so there wouldn't be much heat exchange. So when you have counterflow, especially when the, the two are separated, obviously they have to be fluid in the middle, refrigerant on the outside. When you have the counterflow, you have maximum heat transfer. And that's how a co- coaxial coil works. Now, let me expand on that a little bit to what I was talking about with heat pumps. Now, in commercial buildings, you'll find a lot of these centralized plants that create the loop temperature for heat pumps in individual spaces uh, or if it's an office space a centralized closet unit or heat pumps in the ceiling now whether it's in heating or it's in cooling we have to maintain a loop temperature so if we're in the cooling season that coaxial coil is going to be your condenser it's going to reject heat. If if we want to heat the space now, that coax is going to be your evaporator. We're going to absorb heat from the loop. All right. Now, on a loop, to keep that loop the same temp, and we want to keep it around 80 degrees Fahrenheit for a, uh, for a water-cooled system. All right. So how do we keep the loop at 80 degrees? In the summertime and in the wintertime, there's two different ways to do it. Let's pretend we've got a, a high-rise situation. We've got heat pumps scattered everywhere. they got coaxial coils inside of each one. Now, we, we need, obviously, some pumps to move that fluid around, right? And balancing valves at each unit to balance them properly. If we don't balance them properly, we can have flow issues. So what we want to do in the summertime, since our units are going to be in cooling, we're going to absorb heat from the air. All right. Now we need to reject that heat somewhere. So that's where our coaxial coil and fluid flow comes in. So that refrigerant rejects heat to that fluid. 
Now that fluid has got to reject the heat somewhere. So what does it do? So as it's being pumped through the system, it's being taken out to a cooling tower. In most cases, the, the cooling tower is going to be in the mechanical room or outside. The cooling tower is going to reject that heat. And we're going to maintain that loop at around 80 degrees. Okay, the cooling tower will be outfitted with controls. And if you guys want to listen to an awesome podcast about cooling towers, I'll leave that link at the bottom of this so you guys can go check that out. That's with Kevin Cherawadi, who um, maintains cooling towers for a living and, and does an awesome job. And we had this really cool conversation about cooling towers. But that's how we maintain the loop in the summertime. We take that coaxial coil, we take the heat we absorbed from the air in the room, and we take that heat and we reject it outside with a cooling tower. Now, in the wintertime, it's totally different. And this is where a lot of people might go, hmm, really? That's how they do it? Well, it is because that's what I said when I figured it out too. So in the winter time, right, what's going to happen? We are going to reverse those coils. Our coaxial coil is now going to be an evaporator. So what do we do with an evaporator? We absorb heat with an evaporator, right? We reject heat with um, the, the condenser side. So in the heating mode with these types of heat pumps, there is an air coil. That air coil is your condenser now in the heating mode, and that blower fan is going to move across that, that air coil, and it's going to reject the heat into the space, warming it up, okay? But the heat we're, we're absorbing, right? The heat we're absorbing is now in that coaxial coil. And because we're absorbing heat, that loop temperature starts to drop because we're absorbing heat from the loop, right? So that 80 degree loop, picture it going through a coaxial coil that's now the evaporator. The evaporator, the refrigerant's absorbing heat from that loop. The loop temperature's starting to drop. So how do we get it back up to 80 degrees? Well, we use boilers. That's how we do it, right? So in a water-cooled system, using heat pumps with coaxial coils, you're going to see a cooling tower to reject the heat, and you're going to see a boiler system to put the heat back into the loop to maintain 80 degrees. That's how it works, and there's many buildings around, and and the reason I brought this up is because we had this discussion, and this is another good podcast that I'll leave the link for. And that podcast was with Adam Alitza and Andre Harry. And we talked about the traditional high-rise setup with the cooling towers and boilers compared to the geo setup. And it was, a, it was an enlightening conversation in the price difference between the two and from, from a capital expenses point of view, which, which was pretty interesting. So that will be there for you to listen to as well. The other thing that we need to discuss quickly before we go here is that coaxial coils are also used in water-cooled air conditioning systems, but the difference is we need to use a water reg valve. Now, the way a water reg valve works is that there is a capillary tube or capillary tube, as some of you guys say. I say capillary. Um, There's a tube that gets installed into the high side of the system. I've seen it on the liquid line, and I've seen it on the the discharge line as well. So what we want to do is we want to set that thing up to maintain a certain pressure on the high side. Now, let's say, for example, our pressure is 300. Well, we turn that thing on, turn, turn on the, um, the startup, the the air conditioning system, make sure our, our water, um, we have flow, everything's open and that water reg will start to open. So what you do is adjust that water reg till you get to 300 PSI. And the way it works is as the pressure increases on that valve, 
it will allow more water through. As the pressure decreases on that valve, it will allow less water through and you set it up to the desired head pressure or discharge pressure that you're looking to maintain. All right, now I've also seen these things where it's just dumping city water down the drain, which is no good because it's a waste of complete waste of resource. And it's not allowed in, in most places anymore is just to do that. But I know that when the rule changed a bunch of years back, the existing ones were sort of grandfathered in. But if it got changed, it, it couldn't be the type where it dumps down the drain. I've seen them on a loop, though. Right? There's a, a couple of server rooms I work in where it has a coaxial coil and it's on a loop. So there's no dumping of water. It's recirculated fluid. Okay, I've also seen these on refrigeration systems, old school refrigeration systems, like on top of walk-in boxes and old restaurants and stuff. And those were dumping the water down the drain as well. No longer allowed. So if, if you change those little one or two ton walk-in box units for these restaurants, you got to put in an air-cooled system instead. So just a, a quick rundown on a coaxial coil, water-cooled, and, and how they work. So I hope you guys learned something here. There's just a quick one. I'm out, guys. Happy HVACing.